Welcome to Pat Gray Unleashed. Triple Also Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Should you choose to uh, try to get in touch with us today, that's how you would do it. Uh, this is pretty exciting. Yesterday, Joe Biden answered some questions after his meeting with Xi Jinping uh, of China. And I guess he wasn't supposed to. So, but he did. He, he was. He went off to. the rails and answered questions. Yeah, they told him not to. Well, okay. huh? Which is interesting. I, I know that he did the press conference right afterwards, mm-hmm. and uh, and he explained there's only four people that were allowed to ask questions there. If you can see, mm. okay. Okay. Clip one. Now I'm happy to take questions, and I'm told there are going to be four questioners, but I'm not going to do ten questions from each questioner. All right, let's make that clear at the outset here. Okay. And, uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> Good times, right? So, Good times. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> don't jump. Don't jump. And, of course, he couldn't read the notes <laughs> that were written for him. Yeah. Because he's him. He's him. Um, uh, oh, dear Lord, help us. I got hard trouble reading this. Mm. Reuters. Reuters. Hang it up, old man. I'm having trouble reading this. Uh, there's an R and an E and a U. Is it Reuters? Yeah. Yeah, good job. Good job. Way to noodle you that out. got there, Joseph. Uh, he was asked if there's a new Cold War with China. Hmm. Um uh, Meeting that you did not want, uh, you did not want a competition to turn into conflict. Um, based on this meeting today, do you believe a, a new Cold War with China can be avoided? And specifically on the issue of Taiwan, you spoke about intentions. Do you believe China is preparing, intending to invade Taiwan, Taiwan at some point? And what warnings did you issue to President Xi if he were to take such action? Well, to answer the first part of your question, I absolutely believe there need not be a new Cold War. Mm. We, uh, I've met, met many times with Xi Jinping, Good. and we were candid and clear with one another across the board. Oh. And I do not think there's any imminent attempt on the part of China to invade Taiwan. <laughs> and I uh, made it clear that our policy in Taiwan has not changed at all. It's the same exact position we've had. Which is? I made it clear that we want to see cross-strait issues peacefully resolved. Mm. And, uh, mm-hmm. and so it never has to come to that. And uh, I'm convinced that, uh, that he understood exactly what I was saying. I understood what he was saying. And uh, look, cool. I think the United States is better prepared than any country in the world, economically and politically, to deal with the changing circumstances around the world. And uh, I think that uh, um, I think Xi Jinping is uh, we agreed that we would set up a set of circumstances where on issues that were that we had to further resolve details. We agreed that we would have our chief of staff, our the appropriate yeah. cabinet members and others, sit and meet with one another oh. to discuss the details of any every issue Good. that we that was mm. raised, and we raised a lot of issues. Okay, so I'm going to leave it to other people to deal with it. 
so yeah, I got cabinet members. Uh-huh. They'll sit down with uh, Xi's cabinet members, and they will they'll hash things out. I'm not going to worry about okay. it. Okay, all right. I'm just the president of the United States, after all. Why should I deal with it? <laughs> Don't you feel like you're in good hands? Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. really do, really, really do. Mm-hmm. So he was uh, being asked. They continue to ask him questions about China. Then he drags the U.S. elections into it. Yeah, this is weird. This bug. I think the. Uh... I think the election held in the United States, which still leaves a little bit uncertain, uh, has sent a very strong message yeah, around oh, the world it? that the, yeah, United that the United States is ready to play. The United States uh, is uh, uh-huh. you know, re- the Republicans who survived, along with the Democrats, uh, are of the view that uh, we're going to stay fully engaged in the world and that we, in fact, uh, know what we're about. Uh, we're going to continue to stick our nose in every place it doesn't belong and uh we're gonna continue to try to uh stir up military interventions all over the world and uh we're just gonna keep going down that road of absolute economic and political disaster so that's great yeah, that, that kind of bugged me how he was... Because he opened up his post-G comments talking about the U.S. election. Yeah. Then he goes out of his way there to say, we're ready to play ball. And it, it, I don't know, it's been bugging me for the last 20 hours since he gave this little press conference. And um, I had to find this uh, this George Soros clip from a long time ago. And This would be the time because you really need to bring China into the creation of a new uh, world order, uh, uh, world order right. financial world order. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's all I can think of. Into a new world order. we got to bring China into a new world order. Yeah, so he gives $128 million to Democrats just this election cycle, right? And, um, and now, now we're playing ball with China and the rest of the world, and uh, here we go. It's going to be fun. Just a quick aside to George Soros. Yeah, what do you got? Uh, world starts with a W, not a V. Yeah, it's okay. kind of yeah. bothersome. Irritating. Right? Yeah. Does that irritate you more or less when I pronounce Nevada? Mm, which is worse I think for Nevada you. bugs me more. Bugs you more, yeah. huh? Mm-hmm. So I'm worse yeah. for you You're than George Soros. than George Soros. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Is that sad? No, nah, I'm badge of honor. <laughs> Okay. So there you go. Um, uh, there it is. Mm-hmm. And he kept taking questions, even yeah. though apparently... You know, he wasn't supposed to. <laughs> I guess all of you are going swimming from here. It's not far. But <laughs> what? Abortion I don't think they can expect me. much of anything other than we're going to maintain our positions. I'm not going to get into more questions. I shouldn't even answer your question. No, no, no I don't think that... I, I, I don't think there's enough votes to codify unless... Something oh. happens unusual oh. in the house. Oh. I think we're going to get very close in the house. Hey, you promised us. Yeah, can be very close. You promised you were going to codify. All right, thank you, everybody. Roe v. Wade in law. In federal law, he was going to codify Roe v. Wade. Now, I don't think there's enough votes. <laughs> the guy's a lying sack. <laughs> and even for Democrats, if you were counting on that and you believed him, <laughs> how do you feel now? How do you feel now? Jeez. Yeah, that's uh, that was an interesting little way to finish that uh, up there, huh? Yeah, that was interesting. Of course, he didn't mention that he talked to Xi about COVID <coughs> and the origins of that. The first time you've sat down with him since COVID, mm-hmm. and since you've been president, and you're not going to be like, hey, 
What can we do to keep some of these, you know, pandemics from escaping your borders? Can we work on that, G? Uh. No, he dare not ask them about that because that's already been settled. That's long gone. They already explained that came from came from us, not them. Oh, right? that's right. I thought they already it came explained from, that. Didn't come from a pangolin. Yeah, well, might have uh, come from a pangolin here in the U.S. <laughs> oh, yeah. Those American, yeah, those pangolins. American pangolins <laughs> that are oh, so a, dangerous this time of year. That's a good band name right there. American pangolins. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. So, uh, just more bull crap from this guy. You know, he lies to everybody. He lies to the American people on a daily basis. But if you were counting on that, if that was your big issue, the abortion codification after the after the election. Uh, there you have it. I'm not even he's already to be answering questions right now. Yeah, he's already declared a loss there, which he should, because if Republicans do maintain or regain control of the House, of course they're not going to be able to pass any law that codifies Roe v. Wade. Uh, and right now, CNN has the count at 215 Republicans, 204. Uh, for the Democrats. Yeah, remember you need 218, 218 for the majority. To, to win. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Fox News says 217, CBS News says 216, CNN says 215. You know, it's like this every every two years we go through this, right? It's just a normal yep. thing that, that we drag out the, the election process for at least a week. Right? That's just what we do in America. And here we are, a week later. It's been a week. That's insane. And we can't count those votes. It's embarrassing. Oh, it's asinine. And it doesn't, I mean, it's got to stop. Katie Hobbs has got to insist on being able to count these votes. Yeah, declared the winner in Arizona. Right. That's, uh... That sucks. uh I mean, you lost a golden opportunity, Arizona, for a real game changer. You believe that was a legit uh, result there? I don't know. I don't know. Show me the evidence. If it's fraud, show me the evidence. I think they're going to do a recount. I think it's triggered automatically. I think it is, mistaken. yeah. Arizona. Yeah. Do you know how many how many votes separate them now? Mm. It was 13,000, and then it went up to 26,000, and I haven't heard where it is now. We're right at uh, just under 20,000. Okay. That's a lot. Hmm. Almost impossible to make up that many votes. So... <laughs> There you go. I'm sure it's on the up and up. This is the United States of America, sure after is. all. Right. That's right. This is the cradle of democracy. There it is. <laughs> there it is. <sighs> uh, a Nevada, Nevada County confirmed that the live stream of the vote count mm. went dark for eight hours. Huh. Well, there's some problematic Hmm. uh, Hmm. evidence right there. Uh, County officials in Nevada over the weekend confirmed the cameras live streaming vote counting areas on Wednesday night and Thursday morning went dark for a total of eight hours. Isn't that interesting how (laughs) this kind of weird phenomena keeps happening And then the Republican ended up winning. Uh, the Senate race there, right? <laughs> no. After the... No, strangely. Oh, was no? No. No. The Democrat wound up winning there. We know that our election live stream cameras went dark overnight. We investigated what happened and how to prevent it. 
happening again. <laughs> Unsurprisingly, the tweet went viral, racking up thousands of reactions, which included questions concerning election integrity. Right. As that would obviously trigger. The live stream computer application lost connection with the courtesy cameras at 11.24, the evening of November 9th. Mm-hmm. All staff had left for the night about <laughs> 60 minutes earlier. Didn't arrive back at the office until 7 a.m. Yeah, see. Connection was restored at 7.53 in the morning of November 10th. And I'm sure, see, nobody was even there. Right. Don't worry about it. No no counting went on. Everybody went home. Yeah. So what, what, what would you have seen? A dark room. That's all. With nobody in it. Right. Mm. Courtesy cameras connected to a computer application designed for live stream events. They intermittently mm-hmm. lose connection with the application. Nothing to worry about. It's a Wi-Fi issue. When this has happened before, such as on election night, when one camera went dark, staff was able to see the disruption and restore it. I see. Uh-huh. No such luck this time. No. Just no, bad timing. Nobody, nobody was there, Keith. No just, counting was going on. Just bad timing. <laughs> yeah. Just bad timing. Yeah. Security footage was also reviewed. Oh, oh, they catch anything? Uh, according to the Washoe County Security Administrator, that footage shows the parking garage, the halfway between the garage, and the entry doors to the registrar's office. He's confirmed that no one entered the ballroom, the ballot room, rather, or the registrar's office during the time that the courtesy live stream was down. So we're done. That yeah, confirms it. So we're done with with Nevada. Right. Thank you. Okay. Notably, a U.S. Senate race in Nevada was called for the Democrats <laughs> on Saturday. Crazy talk. What? Yeah, you remember Laxalt, Adam Laxalt was up mm-hmm. a couple of points. Then, mysteriously. The cameras went down. Cameras went down. Mm. And by the time they started talk, uh, counting again, <laughs> why they had run into really heavily Democrat precincts. That's what happened. And so... Okay. By the way, can we visit uh, Arizona again? Um, Kyle Becker points this out uh, on his Twitter feed. Uh, GOP beat the Democrats in House races by 6%. GOP, this is Arizona. GOP took six of nine House seats, flipped two seats from Democrats to Republican. Mm-hmm. Uh, all Arizona. GOP took 16 out of 28 state Senate seats... Uh, the treasurer there uh, outperformed Lake by 5% uh, and Masters by 9%, and Hobbs takes the governor's race. Uh, Kelly takes the senator's race. So the Democrats uh, there at the end pull it out uh, against all odds and against all other patterns in the state of Arizona. Hmm. But I'm sure it's mm. it's cool. Mm. They just ran into heavily Democrat precincts at the end <laughs> That's there. Must have been just... That just keeps happening. I guess they just save all the heavily Democrat precincts for the end. Mm-hmm. You know, for some reason. Yeah. I don't, I don't know for what reason. Here's what Lindsey Graham said, though. Oh, okay. What do you got? Uh, during a National Republican Senatorial Committee phone call on Friday, he was speaking of the Adam Laxalt race, and here's what he said. There is no mathematical way Laxalt loses. Uh-huh. If he does, then it's a lie. Huh. Interesting. How would Lindsey Graham say that? Uh, then it's a lie. That's okay. Probably about how he would say it, yeah. <laughs> oh boy, uh, interesting. I haven't really heard Lindsey be uh, I was gonna say very definitive outspoken. comment from Lindsey Graham. Y- yes. 
Yes, it is. Quite definitive. There is no mathematical way Laxalt loses. If he does, then it's a lie. Wow. Okay, well, that's a pretty strong statement. Where are you then, since he lost? Where are you? Lindsay? Yeah, by the way, they've been showing footage here of... uh, uh, Biden in close quarters with a Cambodian uh, prime minister, shaking hands, mm. just chuckling there in their Cambodian, mm-hmm. you know, garments. Yeah. Anyway, he's got COVID now. The the Cambodia guy. Okay. Uh oh. And and then additionally, we just played the <coughs> clips um, of Biden, and when he started that speech, oh, there we go. There they are. We're having Trudeau walk in. Uh, okay, so so yesterday when he started his uh, little spiel there with the press, he started coughing. <laughs> Excuse me, I got a cold here. <laughs> and now it's breaking news that he's skipping a dinner mm. in Bali. Uh-oh. So I'm sure Biden's totally fine, doesn't have COVID. He's been, what, uh, quadruple vaxxed, boosted. Yep. So there's not a chance that it's COVID that he's got right now. Hmm. And he's been shaking hands with everybody around sure. him. And then touching I saw him yesterday uh, touching his face. Yes, yep. touching their hands after he coughs into his oh, hand. Oh, bro. Dumbass. Oh, he's so stupid. <laughs> yeah. So bad. So this could be a super spreader event that, that we're dealing with there in Bali. Okay, cool. Yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah. Good job, y'all. All right. Uh, let me tell you about Relief Band. Uh, this is so great. If you're going to an amusement park or you know, you're going on a voyage, or maybe you're taking a cruise, uh, you're going anywhere that makes you nauseous, maybe you're car sick and you just need this on a regular basis. Uh, relief band is such a great way to go. You gotta check it out. It's the number one FDA cleared anti-nausea wristband. Clinically proven to quickly relieve and effectively prevent nausea and vomiting associated with motion sickness, anxiety, migraines, hangovers, morning sickness, chemo, so much more. And there's almost nothing in the world I hate more than nausea or vomiting. I just can't abide it. Mm. Can't do it. So please give this a try. If you travel... And don't bring Relief Band with you. You're making a big mistake. If you want the band that actually works at relieving your nausea, check out Relief Band right now. They've got an exclusive offer just for Pat Gray Unleashed listeners. If you go to ReliefBand.com, R-E-L-I-E-F-B-A-N-D, ReliefBand.com, use the promo code UNLEASHED, you'll get 20% off, plus free shipping and no questions asked, 30-day money-back guarantee. So go to reliefband.com, use a promo code UNLEASHED for 20% off plus free shipping. Pat Gray is Unleashed. And assuming Republicans do win the House... I guess we've got probes coming on everything. Vaccine injuries to January 6th, security failures. Well, I hope so. All of that stuff yeah, on the docket. Do you believe they'll do it? I, I don't know. have I, my doubts. I, I have my doubts, too. There's a congressman. I didn't recognize him, but apparently he's kind of up in the ranks there. And he said that uh, yesterday, he said that um, the, the, uh, these investigations need to be the last thing on their minds right now. Oh, and see... That's that's what they'll do. Are you for real, bro? That's that's what they're gonna do. 
Oh. This happens every time. Every Republicans time. suck. They gain the least little bit of power or the most power you can gain, as they have multiple times in the last 15 years. Uh, they just they squander it. They squander every opportunity. Even as the ballot counting drags through overtime, Republicans in the House are revving up a vast investigatory apparatus <laughs> to probe everything from vaccine injury and COVID-19 origins. Please do that. Please. Yeah, let's get that settled once and for all. To the FBI politicization and the Hunter Biden scandal, all of that stuff could be investigated. Mm. Should mm-hmm. be investigated. <clears throat> but will it? And the first fruits of that uh, oversight work may be released even before the holidays. A deep look into what congressional leaders and Capitol Police executives knew about threats prior to January 6th and their failures to prepare security adequately. Also, we need to release the footage. There's 14,000 hours of footage that they refuse to release. Why? Why? If it was such a catastrophe, if it it was the day democracy almost died, show us. Show us everything you have on it. Sure. I've seen some footage where there were people going crazy, doing stupid, unacceptable things. And for those who were being violent that day and destructive that day, they should pay the price. They should go to jail. For the others who were parading or milling, uh, they they should be left alone. Republicans have the Bulldogs in the House Oversight Committee's uh, Rep- Representative James Comer and the House Judiciary Committee's Jim Jordan to conduct the hard-charging oversight. Those two guys would be up for it, I think. Uh, but whether or not it'll actually come to fruition, hmm. we'll just see. Uh I guess we'll find out if Rand Paul will get a shot, too, at uh, Anthony Fauci under oath. Well, no, that's not going to happen now. That's what's disappointing about losing the Senate is you're not going to Oh, yeah, right, right. Yep, that's right. Ah! That one's down the drain already. So never mind. That sucks. Never mind. They took it from us. That is crazy. Wow. I mean, we lost. I think I said that wrong. We lost the Senate. They mm-hmm. didn't take it from us, Keith. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, a little bit of a distinction there. Black salt, man. <laughs> Hard to so believe. So is there a... What are the recount uh, situations in all these states? That's what I want to know right now. I need to brush up on that. Yeah, because it varies from state to state. But sometimes if you're within a certain margin, <clears throat> it triggers an automatic But recount. it's just like dragging out these counts. These recounts yeah. never go the way of the Republicans. No, they so don't. what's the point? No, they don't. Interesting. Huh. <laughs> it is interesting. And anytime there's any kind of disagreement on, okay, was there some fraud here? No, there's no fraud. Really? Okay, what about the eight hours of the all the all the video feed going down uh, for eight hours? What about again ballots showing up in the middle of the night? What about all that? There's nothing to that. Shut up. And it never happens to where oh, and a Republican won after there's some sort of controversy with the vote count. Hmm. That has it ever happened once? I know, not that I know of. So hopefully a Republican House 
can get some answers. Uh, but we've got this. A new study in the New England Journal of Medicine purports to show that mask policies in schools work to contain COVID. This is so rich here. Shut up. This is fun stuff. But that's not all. Mm. The authors conclude, we believe that universal masking may be especially useful for mitigating effects of structural racism in schools. Ah, <laughs> yes. Yes, masks stop racism, so you better keep them <laughs> on your kids. Including potential deepening of educational inequities. What? <laughs> this is... Whew. The New York the New York Post uh, continues. Sure, masks may help fix structural racism. Why not? And the next study will show masking fights climate change. Yeah, <laughs> probably about right. That's a well-written sentence. <laughs> no, what this study shows is that much of the medical establishment continues to be intensely woke, mm. deeply dishonest because of it. Just as the experts told us gathering in crowds wasn't okay in the spring of 2020. But just weeks later, protesting for Black Lives Matter somehow was. Mm -hmm. This dishonesty is going to hurt us for a long time. That's the truth. Oh, for the rest of our lives. One way or another. Think about it. Honesty is such a lonely word. Everyone is so untrue. I would say honesty is... Hardly ever heard. Yeah. Yet it's it's mostly what I need from you. <laughs> you should write this down. It's good stuff. Yeah. Write it down. All right. What should I do with it after I write it down? Uh, get into publish a, rec- a book of poems. No, get into a recording studio. Oh wow. Nah. With like a guitar worked. or something. No. Never work. No. All right. As for this study specifically, it does not prove what the authors intended to. It's just the latest in a push by agenda-driven driven scientists. Oh. And the media who love them to get people back in masks. Yep. <laughs> masks. How do they <laughs> stop racism? Shut up. You can't see their, their Or you can't see part of their face that's colored. Know. What is the uh, deal? What? Okay, I can see the rest of them. I've, I've just suddenly now, I forget yeah. that there's a minority in front of me. <laughs> Come on. The study centers on two Massachusetts school districts that didn't remove their mask mandates as soon as the state allowed in March 2022, but kept them until June. A few months later, they saw slightly lower COVID rates than other school districts. Get out of here. Keep going. It's amazing that COVID could lay in wait like that, (laughs) ready to punish those who behaved badly months earlier. Yeah. What's even more startling, COVID rates in all the schools were higher before anyone took off their mask, but that uncomfortable fact goes unmentioned in the write-up. So great. Thank goodness there's the New York Post. Uh, Plus, the study doesn't look at actual mask use, just the mandates, nor does it account for any differences in behavior, income level, lifestyles, and so on. Which also means it can't show a thing about masks and structural racism, (laughs) whatever that is, anyway. Oh, and it's an observational study, the kind the left dismissed as irrelevant when we'd point out that New Mexico and next door Utah had very similar COVID trajectories despite very different masking policies, or that Europe largely didn't mask kids in school at all. 
but had similar or lower rates than we did. None of that counted, of course. Which didn't stop the New York Times' Ronnie Karen Rabin from promoting the new study as a so-called natural experiment and breathlessly concluding the bottom line, making mandates Masking mandates were linked with significantly reduced numbers of COVID cases in schools. Mm. And it fixed racism. This is full-on nonsense. The mask mandates did no such thing. New Mexico, Utah, and Europe are just part of the avalanche of natural experiments to prove it. I mean, haven't we learned by now that masks do nothing? Study after study after study has found that they help Almost not at all. Yeah. And in fact, yeah. they make it worse. And in fact, and this is uh, this is school age kids. Remember, this is uh, the most protected naturally among us when it comes to COVID mm-hmm. and, the, and the death rates. Uh, this is all about making sure that these children learn to submit. Yeah. Learn to conform. Right. Learn to submit. You're not an individual, and you will do what we say, whether there's any science to back it up whatsoever is irrelevant. You will. Walk in lockstep with us. Wait a minute. There's no V in the word with either. See. Yeah, see. Yeah. Should have... Uh, George Soros probably... over here. Mm-hmm. Huh. Mispronouncing a W again. All right. 888 <laughs> You know church is still not back to pre-COVID lockdown levels? Why is that? Not surprising. Is that because people just got out of the habit during COVID? get into that we'll talk about that uh new study as well and lots more coming up oh by the way nbc news had some news for the reporter who retracted the paul pelosi story we'll get into that as well amazing this is pat bray unleashed welcome triple a nine hundred thirty three ninety three also, Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Oh, yes. Uh, you may have noticed I'm wearing my son's uh, T-shirt. They've oh, got wow. a little company they're starting up called uh, Hobo. I, that's the greatest word ever, by the way. Isn't it great? Uh-huh. Uh, it comes from my middle son, Sean. Uh, he, when he was a, a little boy, he always used, we'd be driving by an area that he thought was desirable. <laughs> and he'd always say, Dad, if I were a hobo, I'd live right there. <laughs> that is awesome. Yeah, that is so great. Yep. So now he's grown up, and they thought, you know, uh, let's start a website called <laughs> If I Were a Hobo. <laughs> and that's where you can go and get these, uh, ifiwereahobo.com. If I were a hobo. You know that song? <laughs> yeah, I you do. Know that song, right? Fiddler on the Roof. Uh, <laughs> but they're trying to do really positive messages, uh, like, like this one. Huh. Uh, on this shirt is Speak the Language. Okay. Which means, like, speak the language of those who are struggling. Uh, they're they're they want to do a lot for um, those who are struggling with depression because it's so prevalent right now. My youngest son Daniel suffers with depression, and you see what happens to people, and sometimes they lose all hope, and it's really difficult. So they've got positive messages. They want to contribute. They want to make a difference. So it's at um, if I were a hobo, all one word, dot com. Check that out. Uh, also, today is the last day to make sure that you can get your delivery from Kexi Cookies for Thanksgiving. Uh, Thanksgiving is what, a week from Thursday. 
but because everything's so crazy right now, today's the day to cut off to that you can it it's guaranteed that it'll get there by Thanksgiving. All right. And it's the it's almost certainly the last day that you can get the uh, new order of pumpkin bread mm-hmm. that my wife has made. She makes a, a limited amount and cool. uh, we just released this on Saturday and they're almost gone now. There's 12, 12 loaves left. That's so it. if you want to get on that, go to um, go to Kexi Cookie, K-E-K-S-I.com, Kexi.com. All right? Mm-hmm. All right. And uh, we've got these wonderful tweets. This from Disinformation Show Loophole. Uh, look at all these issues at polling places. Boarding up windows. Random suitcases full of votes found. Live streams going dark. Votes taking weeks to count and everywhere these things happen. The main election goes for the Democrat. Huh. Sure does seem that way, doesn't it? Well, it only seems that way because it is that way. <laughs> it's exactly <laughs> what happens every single time. Show me the time where this has happened and a Republican wins it. I, I, I don't know of one. I will say Lauren Boebert has come back nicely in Colorado. She's still up by, I think, two-tenths of a point or something. It's really, really close. Maybe it's four-tenths of a point. But she was, she was behind, and people thought she was going to lose. But she did come back in Colorado. Uh, Bunter Hyden, crack connoisseur, tweets. <laughs> Just give it up, gang. The country is effectively a third world dump. It's fundamentally changed and will take generations to change course. Yeah, a third world nation with professional sports teams. That's where we're at. Yep. Postmaster Jeffy, guys, you'll be happy to know that Hank Johnson easily won re-election. His campaign neither tipped, oh, tipped over nor capsized. <laughs> uh and from uh let's see luanth any chance of Rand paul could be available to just sit next to a house member while dr fauci is under oath in the house yeah it's nice i like that plan uh won't happen but gosh it'd sure be nice wouldn't it (laughs) yeah we were talking about church attendance still not back to pre-covid levels uh why Nearly 100% of churches met in person in August 2022. Uh, That number is up from 75% in July 2020, 98% in August of last year. Attendance in churches, though, is at 85% of what it was in January 2020. I'm surprised it's that high because I remember at the time in March of 2020, I said, you shut these churches down, they're not coming back. You'll get half of the attendance of what it was. So I'm actually impressed by this number of 85%. Yeah. You know, once you get out of a good habit, yep. and I think going to church is a good habit, but once you stop doing that, uh, it's so easy just to start a, a new habit uh, of staying home. <laughs> you know what? I'm not. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna relax today. You know what? The mountains. Uh, the mountains are just like. That's like church, right? That's like a church. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> God created the mountains too, right? Just, <laughs> and the and the beach. Yeah, and the beach. And the beach. And the water park. I and mean, he inspired, the football stadium. Inspired the guys to. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So yeah. those are all great places of worship. The internet's a great thing that God helped create, right? So let's spend right? some he time. Gave some, enjoying, he gave Al Gore the idea. Enjoying his creation here <laughs> online. Also, we knew this was coming. NBC News has suspended the reporter. 
uh, for the retracted Paul Pelosi story. And why'd they retract it? Yeah. Uh, it, it was fact. Do you want to watch a little bit of that clip? Yeah, here? let's okay, hear some Good morning. When officers arrived here at the Pelosi home exactly a week ago today, they initially didn't have any idea exactly what was going on. They knew they had a high priority call on their hand. What was unclear, what was happening inside the property just behind me. Mm. Mm-hmm. This morning, Paul Pelosi is home, back at the house that became a crime scene a week ago today. NBC News learning new details about the moments police arrived. Sources familiar with what unfolded in the Pelosi residence now revealing when officers responded to the high-priority call, they were seemingly unaware they'd been called to the home of the Speaker of the House. After a knock and announce, the front door was opened by Mr. Pelosi. Mm, The 82-year-old did not immediately declare an emergency or try to leave his home, but instead began walking several feet back into the foyer toward the assailant and away from police. It's unclear if the 82-year-old was already injured or what his mental state was, say sources. According to court documents, when the officer asked what was going on, defendant smiled and said everything's good. But instantaneously, a struggle ensued as police clearly saw David DePap strike Paul Pelosi in the head with a hammer. After tackling the suspect, officers rushed to Mr. Pelosi, who was lying in a pool of blood. Hmm. where's the issue there that's all true none of that has been retracted i mean they retracted the story for some reason because it um it inflamed right-wing conspiracy theories yep you don't want to do that that's not this guy's fault if that even if it's true that's not this guy's fault he just reported the facts those are the facts in the case there's not a single lie in that report or error that i can see in that report and yet uh miguel almagar almagar i don't know how to pronounce his last name but he's he's been suspended pending an internal investigation i'm sure we'll hear in a week or two weeks that he's been fired or dead (laughs) right (laughs) i'm serious that's not a joke uh not a joke man uh this is okay you want to you wanna squash this? If you don't like his reporting and you don't like his source, mm-hmm. then you know what? Why don't you go ahead and release the body cam footage? Okay? Why yeah. don't you go ahead and right. release show the entire uh, police call? If any of that's inaccurate, show us where the inaccuracies are because it really doesn't make sense nope. that Paul Pelosi went to the door, opened it, then went back to the attacker. I mean, that's just asinine. What are you doing? Yep. Why? And and why didn't you say, officers, thank goodness this guy broke into my house. Please, arrest him. I'd run out the door. Yeah. If I opened the door. Yeah. You'd at least stay with the police. Bad guy is behind me. Cops are at the yeah. door. Yeah. I'm putting distance between me and the bad guy and putting the cops between us too. I mean, why in the world would you walk back to the attacker? So bizarre. Mm-hmm. So weird. Yep. After... You know, he had broken into the house, walked upstairs to the bedroom where Paul Pelosi was sleeping. I mean, you know, it's ridiculous. A lot of trouble for David, uh, considering how much walking he's had to do upstairs. No kidding. I mean, he walked so far that he was really tired and wanted to go to sleep and take a nap. That's right. And that's why he was going to tie Paul Pelosi up 
I'm going to tie you up, and then I'm going to... Deal with this later. I'm going to sleep for a while. <laughs> when I wake up, I'll deal with you and your stupid wife. Yeah. But... But here we are. Yeah, here we are. Mm. Still walking up the stairs. My gosh. How long it took. I mean, that is a mansion, am I right? <laughs> You're right. Uh, she's not going to be Speaker of the House anymore, though, it feels like. Feel, it does feel I, that way. Or did I just jinx that? I hope not. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> if we lose, <laughs> if they so. lose the house at this point. <laughs> so Sunday, uh, uh, I went through all the races. And, in fact, Stu did a, a really public service uh, thing yesterday. He tweeted out, like, a, B, C, D, you know, all the different races and basically figuring out where it falls. But I did something similar. I didn't rank them as far as how good I felt about them. But I came to the conclusion it was going to be 218, 217. I just couldn't figure out oh my gosh. which side was going to win. I was like, flip a coin on one of them. Uh, so we'll see. But again, to update everyone, Fox is saying we're at 217. Remember, you need 218 for the majority. CNN reporting 215 and CBS this morning at 216. And there's a lot of races where Republicans have pretty good leads. Yeah. They're going to win a few of these. So they got to get across the threshold. Please, by all that is holy, if they don't, there's definitely something going on. Definitely. Because mm. it's impossible for them to lose all these races at the end here. And then I'm telling you. It, it... Some of these guys in California are up by, you know, five points or more. Uh, and they still haven't called them because I guess enough... The, not a big enough percentage has come in yet. Oh, yeah. Who was it? Well, first of all, whoever runs the Maricopa County Twitter feed, screw you. Um, uh, go and look at their feed and, and the, the smarmy garbage that they've been tweeting out. Uh, also, um, who was it in California? I can't remember who was saying they were mocking uh, Florida for their election in 2000. Like, yeah, we'll get you our results when we get it. You know, I'm sorry we're not like uh, Florida in the year 2000 that took forever. Yeah, Florida realized they had yeah, an they issue. they fixed it. They fixed it, so stop with this crap. They fixed it. These people that are running these social media Jeez. accounts for governments uh, the worst. Not doing any favors. No. Uh, but they're really bringing us, they're bringing us together. I mean, that's the one <laughs> thing they really are doing. Don't you feel that way? Because, wow. Uh, a lot of togetherness going on right now. Triple eight, uh, <laughs> nine hundred thirty-three ninety-three. Let me uh, let me tell you about uh, the stockpile, the diesel stockpile that is running out. Mm. And if it does, trucks are going to have a much harder time, of course, delivering food to grocery stores. What do the trucks run on? Yeah, diesel. Mm -hmm. So what are we going to do then? Well, the government says we have less than 25 days left in our national stockpile of diesel fuel. After that, panic begins. That's why you should take advantage of this special offer from My Patriot Supply. Go to preparewithpat.com. You'll get $250 off a high-calorie three-month emergency food kit. Now, you should have one of these per person that lasts you for three months. Why three months? Because... Hopefully, after three months, order will be restored. The supply chain will be back in action and we'll have food again. Uh, but this will get you through the time when, you know, the store shelves are empty. My Patriot Supply wants to help families more by charging less. So be sure to order enough food to feed your entire family all winter long. Don't wait. You can save $250 today on the food you'll need tomorrow. Your order ships fast and free in unmarked boxes. Get your family emergency food now. And don't be a victim. 
to coming food shortages. There's no time to lose. Go to preparewithpat.com right now. Also, this food is delicious. You know, a lot of times you think, ah, I'll eat anything if I'm not hungry. I'll eat a stick. But you don't have to. You don't have to eat a stick. There are no sticks involved. (laughs) You can avoid eating sticks, y'all. So good. So go to preparewithpat.com. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. Mm. Illegal immigration influx is costing New York City $600 million this year. Okay, (laughs) think about that for a minute. It's 24,000 people that have been bussed up to New York City. 24,000 so far. Uh, So what are the millions, the tens of millions of illegals costing Texas Mm -hmm. and Arizona and New Mexico and California? The ones who have been dealing with it nonstop for decades. How much have we spent? How many immigrants did you say there? 24,000. Okay. $600 million are spending. Yeah, so 25,000 per. My gosh. Yeah. Uh, and by the way, um, wow. Greg Abbott, as soon as he was reelected, was like, yep, we're about to send our 300th busload up north. <laughs> Love it. That's great. <laughs> wow. 300 busloads. And then, you know, you also get some from Florida. I think somebody in Arizona is doing this. Yeah, Governor Newsom. That'll yeah. stop. That'll uh-huh. stop. Though. Oh, bro, that hurts. Yeah, that's going to stop. God. Uh, but Abbott has been sending border crossers and illegal aliens on buses to a number of sanctuary jurisdictions across <laughs> the U.S., including, of course, New York City, and they can't handle it. Mm-hmm. A new estimate finds that the arrival of nearly 24,000 border crossers is costing them $600 million over the course of a year and an additional $250 million if about 10,000 more arrive on buses in the coming months. You know what to do, Greg. <laughs> Just keep sending them. Uh, so, I mean, that is astounding. We'll see uh, if this changes anybody's policies. Because that was the point of this, right? Is we want to show them what we're dealing with and what we've dealt with here for decades. That's fair. And and so maybe they'll change their mind on immigration and being sanctuary cities. Uh, so far, they're just they're crying about it, but they're not they're not really changing any policies about it. Uh, did you did you see this? Did you read about that in the paper today? What is it, man? Did you see this, Kevin? Did you read about this? <laughs> Jay Leno got burned in a car fire, a How's gasoline your face, fire. Man, you get hurt. That sucks, dude. Yeah, it does suck. It uh, it does. Apparently, he's going to be okay, but he was severely burned, pretty badly, I guess, yeah. uh, on his face. And he was at his uh, Burbank garage where he stores his cars when one of the cars erupted into flames without warning. Weird. Gas fire. Wow. Yeah. Sources with direct knowledge said the flames burned the left side of Jay's face, but thankfully did not <sighs> penetrate his eye or his ear. Good thing. Well, that could have been so much worse, it sounds oh, like. Oh, yeah. Jeez. But yeah, they only canceled the next week of uh, shows and appearances. So he thinks he's going to be yeah, better pretty quickly. That feels like a, a longer wow. recovery needed. Yeah. Doesn't it, though? But I'm glad that didn't turn out worse for him. He's got a buttload of cars, though, right? Mm-hmm. Something like 200, seems like. I think that does qualify, yes, as a... A buttload. As a buttload, yeah. yes. 
It's almost a Jeffy buttload, but not quite. Pat Gray Unleashed. Welcome. Great to have you with us. 888-900-3393. Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, Let's go to Steve in Connecticut. Got some uh, thoughts on election fraud. Go ahead, Steve. Hey, how you doing, Pat? Doing good. You? I just got to put my two cents into a group of guys that are at least somewhat receptive. This, this is driving me nuts. All right. I've read a lot of stuff about this election fraud, mm-hmm. and the evidence is just, it's overwhelming. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I'm not like a, a, you know, conspiracy nut fanatic, but uh, I, I read the book Rigged by Molly Hemingway. Yeah, really lays it out in spades. Um, I also watched not the entire thing, but most of uh, Mike Lindell's documentary, which people scoff at him. Mm -hmm. But but that thing, he interviews top notch technical, you know, computer geek type of guys who specialize in analyzing this stuff. and, And they just they just nail it down. Mm. And then you have 2000 mules. Yes. Um, the, the evidence, I mean, you cannot simply dismiss that out of hand. Um, and then you have the whole, you know, you know, part of this thing is the whole chess checkers, uh, contrast. The Democrats are playing chess. Yeah. They managed to instigate yep. these rules during the COVID thing, which have completely changed how elections are run. And they're now taking advantage of the dichotomy between votes and ballots they're creating ballots Mm. by the tens of thousands and and have created all these avenues to infiltrate them into the counting process and uh the republicans say oh you know i'm going there on election day and i'm gonna vote well for every guy and i believe me i'm one of them but for everyone who does that they got 10, 15, 20, 100 ballots that they're churning out and infiltrating into the system. Mm-hmm. And, and, and uh, Carrie Lake lost. Yeah, unbelievably. How did that happen after I... days and days <laughs> and days? All of a sudden, some ballots show up. Yep, the other one's ahead. Good, we're calling it over. Um, I'm sorry to go on like this, but it just it just drives me nuts. Yeah, I know. You know? I know. Um, Appreciate it, Steve. Uh, thanks for calling. And you got every right to be irritated because it is irritating what's going on. It it really is. And Democrats, you talk about Democrats playing chess. Look what they've done for the last hundred years, hundred and twenty years. They have systematically taken control of our educational system. Mm-hmm. First, they got a hold of the uh, higher education. They got the universities. And now they're so entrenched there, it's almost nothing you can do with that. And then they they got our primary and secondary schools, too. And so now they're just everywhere. They also infiltrated voting laws. And, and they saw an opportunity when COVID came around that they weren't about to pass up. And that's increasing the mail-in ballot situation to where you you can, I mean, everybody gets a mail-in ballot now, whether you request one or not, in some states. 
They also, George Soros, had the idea to take control of the election counting by uh, by trying to get attorneys general elected all over the country. And so he did. And that worked out really well for him, too, because now you've got Democrats in control in just about every state. They also changed the language along the way. I mean, they have been so calculated in their movements and the things they focus on. And they, it's been a long-term plan. Republicans have just been, well, it, it, we'll go after this particular issue for five minutes, and then oh, we're going to be exhausted, and i got to sit down for a while. We just don't have that long-range plan in place. And that's why we keep, that's one of the reasons we keep losing. What if we had long range plans in place? What if we had paid more attention to the voting process? What if we had insisted from the get go that, okay, if you're going to do these drop boxes because of COVID, we're getting rid of them next time. All right. This is a one time thing, and we're not going to have it around forever. Because it's, fraud is too easy when you're dealing with these. I mean, there's so many things that the right should have done along the way that we didn't do. We, yeah. We've never been paying attention. And they just took everything. Just a heads up, um, with the Senate remaining in Democrat <clears throat> hands, Chuck Schumer has said that you can expect more progressive judges coming down the pike. We've mm-hmm. talked about the importance of judges. It, it obviously showed itself how important it was with the federal judges that Donald Trump uh, nominated Yeah, uh, that have stood up to these COVID edicts. Think about what the opposite will do. Exactly. And he says, yeah, we're gonna, we've already done 83 new judges. Jeez. Um, Gosh, he said right. he set, they, they've set the record. I don't know if that's a two-year record. I'm not sure what he's referring to there, but um, mm. expect more, he says. Uh, so this will be fun. And then the next time we get some sort of uh, um, illegal mandate mm-hmm. and it gets in front of one of these judges, mm. we're not going to be so lucky, I'm guessing. I'm guessing. Got a growing number of medical professionals who are questioning the safety and reversibility of puberty blockers when taken by young children. No. Really? You're going to start... Medical professionals are going to pay attention to this now? <laughs> huh. Okay. Uh, In the United States, an estimated 300,000 children between the ages of 13 and 17 identify as transgender. Reuters found that 15,000 children from the ages of 6 to 17 were diagnosed with gender dysphoria in 2017 compared to 42,000 in 2021. 15,000 in 2017, 42,000 in 2021. Tell me this is not a societal contagion. It is. It is. The spike in adolescents diagnosed with gender dysphoria has led to increased use of puberty blocker medication. Medical professionals in support of puberty blockers argue that the drugs positively impact the children diagnosed with gender dysphoria. Go away. Really? Dr. Norman Spack, the first physician to introduce blockers to transgender children in the United States, argued that the drugs could be life-saving. Anxiety drains away. You can see these kids being so relieved. That's what uh, Spack had to say. They suppress estrogen and testosterone, hormones responsible for, of course, developing the reproductive system. The medicine 
can also impact the bones, the brain, and other parts of your body. Medical professionals prescribe blockers to children as young as eight. Sounds totally safe, Pat, what you're reading here. Yeah, doesn't it? Mm. Why even worry about it? What a dumb society. Then around 12 or 13 years old, uh, transgender children are switched to sex hormones. Some doctors argue that starting treatment young can be more effective at physically aligning patients with their gender identity and protecting their bones. (laughs) This is such dangerous stuff. Mm Mm-hmm. So dangerous. It's abuse. The analysis commissioned <clears throat> commissioned by the New York Times, which reviewed scientific papers uh, and interviews with more than 50 doctors and academic experts across the globe, uncovered substantial evidence that puberty blockers are more harmful than advertised. Surprise! Doctors prescribing puberty blockers claim that the drugs only pause puberty. Transgender children and their parents are told puberty will continue if the patient stops taking the blockers. However, the analysis found that puberty blockers may have a harmful long-term impact on children's bones and brains. So you're manipulating a developing body. Yep. And and you're supposed to believe. Yeah. There could be no uh, there's no ill effects from that long-term. I mean, it's just you just pause the process, and then it picks right up. Really? And of course, they've got no idea. Two studies determined that bone strength did not rebound fully for patients who took puberty blockers and switched to sex hormone treatment. We also found concerns that blockers could lock adolescents into a path of medical intervention before they're certain of their identity. Of course. I mean, obviously. Evil. It sure is. There's going to be a price, said Dr. Sandeep Koshla, who leads a bone research lab at Mayo Clinic, and the price is probably going to be some deficit in skeletal mass. Bone mass surges during teen years by about 8 to 12% a year. And you're blocking that. Of course that's going to have negative impact on these people. The New York Times analysis found that bone density stops growing when children take blockers. The analysis found that puberty blockers could cause debilitating bone fractures earlier in the aging process. When they lose bone density, they're really getting behind, Dr. Catherine Gordon said. Uh, She's a pediatric endocrinologist. Wow. Yeah, but we've got a political agenda that we've got to barrel on down the highway with, so we can't be worried about these kids. This is interesting, though, because this came from the New York Times. Mm -hmm. Uh, Even the New York Times is... Sounding the alarm. Hey, we better wake up here. You say you're so woke. You're sure doing stupid things for being so woke. Wow. I mean, I, it just makes sense that this would be a problem. It, it, it's virtually impossible it wouldn't be a problem. Hey, you know what? We're going to stop the body's natural process. Okay? And, you know, maybe for two years, maybe for three years. And then if you want to if you want to go back to, you know, the body going through puberty, just stop taking them and everything'll be fine. Well, of course that's not going to be true. It's outrageous. Also, former Education Secretary Betsy DeVos tangling with the National Education Association on Twitter, arguing the parents were better equipped than anyone else to say what was best for their children. Not according to the NEA though. Uh, The NEA 
began the exchange by saying educators love their students and know better than anyone what they need to learn and thrive. What? Oh, man. Okay, so educators love their students. What about the parents? The parents, uh, do educators love the children more than their own parents do? (laughs) I I don't think so. And they know better than the parents what the kids need to learn and what they need to thrive. Wow. Just the arrogance here. It's just unbelievable. So that's what they said about educators. DeVos responded, you misspelled parents. <laughs> because they they said educators instead of parents. I see. See, that's what she meant. I see, yeah. yeah. She, she meant that they... <laughs> yeah. That they misspelled the word parents by writing educators. That's a, that's a big miss there. <laughs> it's really a big huh. miss. It is. The union pushed back, claiming that their goal was for educators to work alongside parents in an effort to ensure that all students had the necessary resources and opportunities. No. No. Oh, no. No. Oh, no. Oh, no. He's back. <laughs> Senator-elect Fetterman. Yeah. <laughs> I'll have you know. The NEA is so arrogant that they, you know they believe, and they've stated this multiple times, that they know better than parents on what these kids need to learn. They've also stated that education is not their primary focus for kids either. Right. It's what, raising money and winning elections? What was it the lady said? That's right. My gosh. Uh Uh, All right. Let me take a minute and tell you about Kamikoto Knives. It's time to up your kitchen knife game, and man, there's no better way to do that than with Kamikoto knives. Using traditional techniques, Kamikoto crafts beautiful knives, and they really are beautiful. Using steel sourced from Japan, each blade is made with techniques that have been honed and perfected by generations of knife smiths. Japanese have been doing this for hundreds and hundreds of years. All of these come in beautiful heavy-duty ash wood boxes, and every blade is individually inspected, comes with a lifetime guarantee. Because of their single beveled edge, Kamikoto knives can achieve an incredibly sharp edge. I mean, they will slice through ribeye with, like it's butter, like it's hot butter. <laughs> it's, they're amazing knives, and the boxes are really beautiful. You can maintain each knife's edge with one of Kamikoto's sharpening whetstones, and they're so confident in their product, each and every knife comes with a lifetime guarantee. Mm. If you go ahead and buy right now, Kamikoto is offering you an extra $50 off site-wide on top of their Black Friday sale to begin with. Go to kamikoto.com unleashed, use the offer code unleashed, and get an extra 50 bucks off. K-A-M-I-K-O-T-O, Kamikoto.com slash Unleashed. That's Kamikoto.com slash Unleashed. This is Pat Gray, Unleashed. A few tweets here uh, from Carol Marks. Where are all of these illegals getting housed? You've seen the videos of how many are crossing the border. We have a homelessness problem in America. So where are all these illegals living? That's a good question. Mm-hmm. I bet you're paying for it. Oh, wherever they're living. Absolutely. 
Ape Lincoln tweets, uh, why do drugs like puberty blockers even exist? It's sick. Yeah. Toothpaste Words tweets, uh, today's parents are too busy trying to outwoke or cool their counterparts and being their kids' friends that they don't care. They're doing irreparable harm to their children. Okay. Yep. Uh, from uh, clear and candid giblets, gender dysphoria used to be a mental illness. Yeah, not that long ago. And now it's a virtue signal. It's really true. Um, I think the AMA stopped calling it a mental disorder in like, it was either 2012 or 2015. Hmm. It's in the fairly recent past. Frank Johnson tweets, exactly, Pat, the GOP has no vision. How are leaders supposed to be elected to lead when they themselves are lost and have no idea where to go? Yeah, they. that's uh, one thing we must insist upon is that they develop a freaking plan. It's not going to be enough, apparently, just to not be Democrat. Don't be evil isn't enough because the evil people keep winning. And uh, it's got to stop. It's got to stop. Hopefully, with the you know the split government now, we'll have a chance at minimizing the damage over the next two years. But uh, wow, to take an election that should have been a sure thing, and should have been a tidal wave, a red tsunami, uh, and just to have this little trickle, and not even win back the Senate. Yeah, I think unconscionable. Uh, the best plan for the GOP will be to go. All right, we're we're slashing funding across the board by such amount. I, I don't know what that number is. And you tell the White House and you tell the Senate and you accept it, or we're just going to shut down the government for the next two years. All right, we'll we'll reconvene back here in uh, 2025. What you say? Yeah, I know. Uh, do they have that bold vision though? Hell no, 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 they do not. <laughs> We've been disappointed by the Republicans so many times, over and over and over and over again. They pro- they make these promises, and they placate us by saying, yeah, we're going to do that. That's Yes, exactly. We want to do exactly what you want us to do. You bet we're going we're gonna to stop Obamacare. Absolutely. And then they do absolutely nothing. When they have the executive, when they have the House, and they have the Senate, and they still do nothing. Yeah, they've Oof, done that with Obamacare. Geez. They've done that with the border. Oh, yeah. They've done that with any number of things. Yep. And um, yep. you can you can talk yourself into explaining this election now. Oh, okay. Well, now I get it because the GOP sucks too. Mm-hmm. And people weren't motivated to vote for them in mass. Because, again, people need more than, hey, the Democrats are really, really bad. Mm-hmm. And they're going to destroy the, comp- the country. Now, that should be enough. And it was enough for me. Okay, I'm just, I'm not going to vote for any Democrats. But for a lot of people, I guess it's just not enough. It sure did work in Florida. Where it did work in the Florida and New clear. York, actually. Yeah, the pushback uh, uh, was clearly articulated. Yes, and the reasoning behind it. There was a tsunami in Florida. A mm-hmm. red tsunami did happen there, and a, a red wave happened in New York. A lot of mm-hmm. Republicans won that wouldn't normally. Yeah, I never sent this in, but I had, uh, you know how they have those fun charts where they show county by county or district by district, Yeah, and they show the little arrow. I, th- I think it's the New York Times that does this. And so it, it's it's really fascinating the way they do it. 
is um, if if the district went uh, went really red one way, like mm-hmm. it'd be this really long red arrow, mm-hmm. and if it was just a little bit different than the last election cycle, and then okay. they do the same thing for blue, you know, yeah. and every single district, uh, and there was just a few that that hadn't been counted at that point. This was couple days after the election because why would you expect election results right after the election uh but every single county or district voting district had long red arrows in it for the state of new york wow it was fascinating to see yeah and it's just too bad lee zeldin wasn't swept into victory with that wave but yeah there's talk to make him uh there's a push to make him in charge of oh i think just the rnc oh really something like that yeah so we'll see Mm. all right Mm -hmm. Up to 10,000 staffers going to be out at Amazon's Devices organization. The retail division and human resources, according to the New York Times, 10,000 people laid off at Amazon. Uh, It's going to be confirmed by the company, apparently. It would represent the biggest cuts in the company's history, and it would account for approximately 3% of its corporate workforce. Wow, and right before the holidays, too. Yeah, that sucks. In an interview on CNN Monday, uh, Jeff Bezos said he planned to give away the majority of his $124 billion fortune during his lifetime. Is that supposed to placate the workers about to lose their jobs? Is that what that is? The hard part is figuring out how to do it in a levered way, Bezos said. Uh, Building Amazon was not easy. It took a lot of hard work and very smart teammates. And I'm finding... And Lauren's finding that philanthropy is very similar. It's not easy. It's really hard. The billionaire announced that he was giving away $100 million to charities chosen by Dolly Parton over the weekend. Oh, 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 he's letting her choose where to put the money. (laughs) I'll help you. I'll help you. That's weird. Call me. (laughs) But he didn't specify how or to whom he would donate the remainder of his wealth. Uh, but he's never made this commitment before. He's mm. always been like, eh, my wife is doing that. Yeah, but. $124 billion. Yeah. Uh, Bezos made a similar no-strings-attached grant to Chef Jose Andres and Van Jones last oh, year. Oh, good. Oh, he's going to help out. He's going to help out society big time, this Bezos character. <sighs> How many jobs could you save at Amazon with that $124 bill? Right? Yeah, why don't you give it away to your employees, hmm. or give it into your, pay it into your company so that you can continue to pay ten thousand employees. The people wouldn't that, that helped, be yeah. a good thing? People that helped you create this empire, right, bro? Huh? But yeah. No, let's make sure Van Jones gets a cut. That's interesting That'll because help. yes, with a hundred million or a billion or ten billion, you want to give away your money. How about sock it back into your employees? E. Yeah, that. But, of course, no. That makes too much sense. (laughs) The cuts would come during the crucial holiday season. Yeah. uh, When the company has previously increased staff levels to meet Christmas demand. This is weird timing, I think. So now uh, shares of Amazon are are down nearly 40% this year, and the company's market cap briefly fell below a trillion dollars. I mean, you might as well... Close up shop then, right? <laughs> What's the point of continuing? If we're not worth a trillion dollars, I don't even want to keep going. Pat Gray Unleashed.
looks like almost the whole country has colder than normal temperatures. Yeah, it's a damn global warming. Mm-hmm. Ah, ah, that we, it was never going to snow again. Remember that? Yep. <laughs> How cold would it be without global warming, though? See? Oh, yeah. See? Right. Okay. You got to factor that in. Yeah. It's a great time to remind people if that you is, go to uh, mm. patgrayshop.com, you could find the I'm Cold, It's Cold Burr. 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 Shirt Burr, I'm cold. It's cold. Burr. Influenced by Pat's wife, mm-hmm. Jackie. It's always cold. She's always so. Cold. Uh, She's really cold right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tomorrow's our big uh, our big day. Let's see what our uh, 90 day forecast accuracy oh, was. Oh yeah. Yeah yeah. And let's see what the because uh, last time okay. I checked yesterday it was supposed to be 49 instead of the 74 that was predicted. Uh yeah, still 49. So okay. Uh, plus today is the big day, I guess, for uh, Donald Trump's announcement, right? Oh yeah, tonight he's gonna. <clears throat> we still on track for that? He's still doing it. Well, Dick Morris at Newsmax reported that he was just gonna. Uh, he's just gonna say what? Say, like, I don't know if I still have this print up. Here. Go to the Trump casinos because they're yeah. Go go spend money really in the hotels. Great. Yeah, they're fabulous. No, uh, I think it was uh, instead of uh, an announcement for president, he said he's just gonna tout his accomplishments um, as president and all this stuff. Uh, yeah, here we go. Mm. Uh, yeah, here we go. Former President Donald Trump won't. Uh, oh, won't only won't, won't only. only announce his 2024 presidential race All Tuesday. Right. That's mm-hmm. today. Mm-hmm. But he'll surround himself with his success stories from the 2022 midterm races, uh, Dick Moore said on Newsmax Saturday. And there will probably be Ron DeSantis bashing. Mm-hmm. Be my guess. Let's not do that. If I had to guess. Yeah, please. Let's mm-hmm. not do that. I wonder how John Voigt's going to vote in 2024. <laughs> I mean, don't we have John Voigt we telling do. us? And he I think tells we us have him telling us. Truth and allow see. justice to take place now. Mm-hmm. You see, the only way we can win these elections <laughs> is to see the lies, deceit, and corruption I see from him. the left, I see him. the media, mm-hmm. yep. and the unknowns who know who they are. Soros. Let us all come together and to vote for true justice for all. Let us pray that the one president who understood truths and had the best interest of the American people, the American dream, President Donald Trump. All right. Will mm-hmm. return to the presidency. There you go. He and only he can stop this swamp, this mm-hmm. deceit yeah. and injustice. Allow President Trump to rebuild our soil and our land uh-huh. so we can rise to her glory. Okay. There you go. Hmm. John Voigt. I'm thinking he's kind of a Trump fan. Is what I'm thinking right now. I'm left with that impression. Are you really? You got the same impression I did. I did. Huh. Weird. All right. (laughs) Trump and only Trump can do it. So don't tell me about Ron DeSantis. I don't want to hear it. Honestly. I don't want to hear it. And I mean this sincerely. Whether it's Donald Trump or Ron DeSantis, I I don't think it matters anymore. Seriously, we're not. It's irretrievable. (laughs) It doesn't matter who's in there. It doesn't matter. (laughs) Just saying. (laughs) It's, I mean, at some point, right, uh, all mm-hmm. good things come to an end. Am I right? Yeah. Hopefully not the United States of America. Uh, <laughs> no. That would be bad. Or to quote Matthew Sweet, uh, nothing lasts. Uh, uh-huh. Full stop. <laughs> Help me. Help me. Going to Matthew Sweet, huh? Wow. Yeah. All right. That's where I'm at, man. Uh, that's, uh, that's powerful. Very depressing song, yes. Let's go to Paula in Tennessee. Hey, Paula, you're on the blaze. Uh, hello. Hi. Hello. Hi. Uh, I just wanted to let you know that I live in a 
small county in East Tennessee, mm-hmm. a very Republican county, and um, about 17,000 people. And I want to know, we were kind of like you all in Texas this time around in the election, that we had a Beto O'Rourke running for county office who has run for office, a Democrat, who has run for office two or three times, <laughs> and every time he loses. <laughs> And and this again, he ran for an office this time, and again he lost. (laughs) And um, so, what's his uh, name? His name is Johnny Day. Johnny Day. All right, sounds like a DJ. Yeah, uh look him up. So he lost again. uh, Johnny, poor Johnny, lost again. Darn it! Yes, he did. Oh wow! uh, Is he as obnoxious as Beto though? Oh boy! No. Oh yes. Oh yeah. The the county the county courthouse hates to see him coming because he always (laughs) wants to investigate things. (laughs) All right. Mm. Huh. All right. Appreciate it, Paula. Thanks for the info. I'm not finding much. Johnny Day. You're not Johnny Day. Really? Ah. Um, but I will say, though, one thing we can take away from 2022 mm-hmm. is that this is strike three for Beto O'Rourke. Yeah. Congratulations, Texas. You're out. So can we move Go on? away. Can we just go away, bro? I mean, you know, he's married to a woman whose dad is a billionaire. Just go and enjoy the fruits of his labor and leave the rest of us alone, would you? Okay? We're tired of your switching policies, uh, saying the opposite depending on who you're talking to. Uh, We're tired of your extreme radicalism. You're not fit for Texas office. You know. Go away. He's going to have more time to dance around on stage in these animal costumes as a furry. Oh, yeah. And he could maybe Mm -hmm. get the band back together. Foss could go on tour. All right. That would be something. Why don't you do that? Why don't you do that? Why don't you? That would be great. Beto. On The View yesterday, Anna Navarro of The Coven went out of her way to insult the Trump family. This is so weird. I have to say I love Tiffany's dress. I couldn't pull it off, but that was beautiful. Tiffany looks fantastic. They used to always come down on her as she she was the unattractive Trump. She was the cute Trump. Mm -hmm. She was the cute Trump. And she just married an actual billionaire, not one that has to borrow billions from the Saudis. (laughs) You see? Maybe we'll see his taxes. She's winning. (laughs) Tiffany's winning. I think think those Trump women look like a box of Jordan Alves. (laughs) I mean, it's so weird, right? A box of Jordan almonds? First of all, it's a reference everybody gets, right? But then I was going to let that clip go. I wasn't going to send that in to Riley. And then I saw that after the fact, she was so proud of that that she tweeted it. And look at who wore it better. I don't understand. Uh, It's so weird. There's five beautiful women there. Right. And... And then there's nobody looks ridiculous. There's no. no reason to mock or make fun of them, and they look like a box of Jordan almonds. <laughs> I mean, there's a couple things there. Weird. I Very weird. thought we weren't supposed to make fun of people's looks. Yeah, right. Um, right. Right. I thought that was part. Unless they're Republican women, and oh, then the and then out. you can. I forgot about the yes. carve out. But if you're going to make fun of someone's appearance. First step is don't look like Anna Navarro, okay? Oh, yeah. Seriously, stop it. That was such a out of the way attack there. Uh, ridiculous to mock someone's appearance. Just ridiculous. No, oh, I didn't like it. 
I didn't like it either. I mean, seriously, I did. Like, I did not like it either. I saw that clip earlier <laughs> yesterday on that, and I thought, eh. I mean, that's just cluck, cluck, cluck. I right. got it. Yeah. And then I saw it on Twitter, and I'm like, now we all have right, to if comment. you're that invested in this put down, yeah, we gonna talk about it. Ugh. Let me tell you about iTarget Pro. If there was ever a story the best encapsulated. How bad crime has become, it's the one about Starbucks providing baristas with active shooter training (laughs) because our cities just aren't safe anymore. And while the Supreme Court has made it easier for you to conceal carry for protection, it's your responsibility to be properly trained. And that's why I endorse iTarget Pro. This system allows you to dry fire practice with your actual firearm anytime right there in the privacy of your own home. No more inconvenient trips or expensive trips to the range, and you're going to save a ton on practice ammo. If you can even find the ammo, it's incredibly expensive. Instead, just download iTarget's proprietary app, load the laser bullet into your firearm, start your training experience. You'll improve muscle memory, reaction speed, sight alignment, trigger control, and a lot more comes in all the major calibers including 223 so you can stay sharp with almost any firearm save 10 percent now too plus free shipping when you use the offer code pat when you go to itargetpro.com right now they also have the itarget cubes which are really fun and really cool smartest investment in your ability to safety and effectiveness in handling your firearm Plus, it'll pay for itself in one day. Letter I, then TargetPro.com. ITargetPro.com. Offer code PAD. That gray is unleashed. I love this story about this Guatemalan official. It's Guatemala's Minister of Defense. And he just said he's concerned that terrorists and criminals could be heading through Central America to reach the U.S. border. Uh, wait, what? So you're, you're concerned about the United States and terrorists crossing our border when not even the Biden administration has any concern about that whatsoever. They couldn't care less. This Guatemalan Minister of Defense <laughs> is more concerned than our own administration yeah the border the border is secure right right even though you know right. we had nearly a quarter of a million encounters in october alone can you imagine that a big record-breaking number two hundred and fifty thousand in october that's alone. just the encounters unreal i mean that <laughs> that's that that's not to say anything about how many sneaked through that we didn't even right come in contact with but we know that of all the encounters probably not one terrorist bad guy. <laughs> no, what was the number we had last month? Oh gee, uh, it was uh, hundreds. It was. It was. It was a buttload that they know of of people on the terror watch list, and because we commented, they used to always say, "Ah, that's not happening. Terrorists are not crossing the southern border." Well, now the border patrol has said, "Yes, terrorists are trying to cross the border." And they've come in contact with, I don't know, it was 100 of them or something? Yeah, 75? Can't find it, yeah. Ah, we'll have to look for that. Anyway, many migrants bound for the U.S. passed through Guatemala as one of the last stops on, uh, you know, on, on their trek, on their way through to the United States. 
General Henry Giovanni Reyes Chagua of the DCNF said he worries that there's no way to know all of the backgrounds of those migrants. Well, of course that's true. We don't have that information when they're coming in. So it is something that we do worry about. <laughs> I'm glad somebody worries about it for us because uh, <laughs> our, our leadership certainly doesn't. And following the instructions of the president, who is the commander-in-chief, we're doing everything we can to keep our country safe and defend our safety and sovereignty, he said. So, at least that's going on in Guatemala. We got that going for us. The U.S. has seen a surge, of course, in illegal migration, with uh, CBP encountering a record of around 2.3 million illegals in fiscal year 2022. 2.3 million in one year alone. Uh, During that, okay, here we go. During that period, Border Patrol apprehended 98 people on the terror watch list at the southern border, which is up from zero in fiscal year 2019. Zero to 98. Okay, yeah. See, it doesn't happen. That number's bigger, right? 98 is bigger. Bigger than zero? Uh, ever so slightly. It's almost imperceptible, though. You know, it's just you can't even see it. It's such a minuscule number. And you know what? All it takes is one. Yeah. All it takes is 18. Uh, and we just ignore it. We just ignore it all. So the government's also recorded in fiscal year two, 2022. A nearly 600% increase in special interest migrants from countries with terrorism or other types of nefarious activity. So from countries that hate our guts, like Turkey, Iran, uh, these are the kinds of, you know, Qatar. They're coming from the Middle East by the dozens at a time. But the Biden administration continues to downplay the border crisis. And so they say, of course, as Mallorca said, the border is secure. Mm-hmm. I think I have that somewhere here, but yeah, yeah, the border, the border is secure. I don't know where I have that, but that he has said that on multiple occasions. So there's no problem. There's no problem. There's nothing to worry about. No, I don't know what we're going to listen to a Guatemalan official over <laughs> an American official. No, 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 we're not. No, we're not. Plus, now. AOC has been asked about the election results. <laughs> this is good stuff. She has a message for Wisconsin voters in particular. Uh-oh. I think there's an argument to be made that when we speak <clears throat> and distance ourselves too much, it's mm-hmm. important to identify ourselves strongly as who we are. Mm. I, I think Socialist? Tim Ryan ran a phenomenal race. Mandela Barnes ran a great race. I think there are racial dynamics Whoa, in that race that need to be discussed in terms of how Republicans targeted a, a black man running in that race. Are you kidding um, me? And I think that that needs to be are you kidding just me? put out there. No, I can't. No. Oh, my God. Don't nominate a black man, and then that politician won't be targeted by the other side. I can't. Uh, that is ridiculous. I can't take it. I can't take the bogus claims of racism that's all it is every time a black person is up for election that doesn't mean we have to vote for him or we're racist exactly there's plenty of other issues involved here my gosh wow i got news for you how many times has johnson won in in wisconsin yeah Yeah. many 
and it hasn't always been against black people. Right. What yeah. are you talking about? Oh, my gosh. AOC, it's... we can't stand Nancy Pelosi. Okay. Or She's Joe white. Biden, or for that Joe matter. Biden. Thank you. Oh, my They're white, gosh. I think. Ugh. That is the weakest. Come, come. So weak. Yeah, so weak. Golly, I tell you. Unreal. Pathetic. <laughs> it just wears you out, that kind of crap. Speaking of which, uh, Team USA Soccer. Oh, no, 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 no. Why? <laughs> I think this is the men's team, too. Yeah, it is. It is. They replaced the USA colors with the rainbow flag colors <sighs> nah, on their uniform. It's exciting. It does at least still say USA on it. For now. But then underneath, it's not red, white, and blue. It's the colors of the rainbow. Yeah, I'm trying to find a uh, a picture. I didn't know you were going to talk about this today, so I didn't send a picture in. Hang on. Because it's... that That's just it. They're, they're basically changing our national colors. Yeah. Is effectively what they're doing. Yeah. Just to just to placate, um, I guess. No, it's, I think and it's And just to say in your face to Qatar. Because... <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, that's where the World Cup is going to be. World Cup's being played... Oh, there it is. So there's the... The old Isn't logo that on beautiful? the left. There's the new logo on the right. Unreal. Yeah. It's <laughs> just unbelievable. That's really unbelievable. So if you're listening at home. So what does that mean? You only represent the LGBTQQIA2 plus groups in yeah, this country know. and not the rest of us? I don't know. What the hell does that mean? Yeah. That just means in your face, Qatar. Well, if you're going to do that, don't go over there and play. If you're if you're doing some kind of big uh, protest for Qatar's LGBTQ policies, then just don't go play in the World Cup there. Unbelievable. Yeah, World Cup starting real soon here. When does it start? Real soon here. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Uh, I don't even know. I because I I don't pay much attention to soccer. Well, but. I don't either. But I mean, there's so and this many is one of the reasons why. By the way, start Sunday. Sunday already. Wow. Mm-hmm. And w- at least the United States qualified yeah. this time. The our men's f- team qualified. Our first game is at uh, I guess what 2 p.m. Eastern on Monday against Wales. Oh, that's right. Are you even a country? That's right. I saw that Wales. Yeah, I thought Wales. Yeah. aren't they just part of Great Britain? Yeah. What do you? You don't get a carve out here. What's the deal? <laughs> I guess in they fact, do. Actually, um, England and Wales are both in the United States uh, bracket group. If you really? Will. Yeah. That's going to be a tough one then. Yes. Have we ever beaten England in I'm soccer? Sure, we have. <clears throat> Perhaps. I don't know. See, Not in a big tournament, I bet. <clears throat> but uh, we'll see. We'll let's see. see here. Yeah, let's see. Have we ever? Uh, have we ever won games? One. Oh, oh, it just closed. Oh, here we go. Uh, yeah, back in 1950. Oh, okay, 1950. In 1993. Really? Yeah. Okay, it's been a couple years. So, but, um, but our record is uh, uh, two, eight, and one. We haven't played him that many times. Eleven times we played, yeah. and we won two of those. Yeah. Okay, all right. <laughs> uh, by the way, did you see Yellowstone, which started what Sunday night, uh, debuted to record ratings? Paramount record uh, the Paramount Network drama <clears throat> delivered a cumulative vi- viewership of twelve point one million mm. live plus same day viewers, mm. which means you're either watching live or you're watching on the same day. Yeah. Biggest overnight launch yet for the Kevin Costner neo-Western. 
Uh, according to Samba TV, the ratings make Yellowstone the top scripted series premiere of 2022. Mm. Series was also up double digits in all demos, including growing 52% among adults 18 to 34. Wow. The breakdown uh, goes like this. Yellowstone wrestled up 8.8 million viewers in its first airing on Paramount Network. Uh, that's up 10% from season four. That number grew to 10.3 million when adding in simulcast airings on CMT, TV Land, and Pop. Then the figure climbed to 12.1 million when adding in the Encore telecasts. Wow. The premiere was coupled with the launch of another Taylor Sheridan series, Tulsa King, which stars oh, Sylvester Stallone. I need to see that. Yeah? Yeah, I want to see that. You're interested in that? I forgot what Jeffy said about it. But I made, made I'm sure Jeffy that. loves it. Cause. Yeah, I accidentally watched uh, uh, Samaritan with Sly Stallone. I meant to watch Tolsky. Was it any good? Samaritan? I'll let you check it out and get back to me. <laughs> uh-huh. All right. So there's that. So you've got no thoughts on it? I it's just... Mm, All right. There's some, there's some interesting dialogue, you know? Is there? It just. Mm-hmm. I just want you to. I just want you to watch it and report back what what you think about mm. uh, Samaritan with uh, Sylvester Stallone. Mm-hmm. It's a movie mm-hmm. on right. Amazon Prime, as we all give to the um, philanthropy projects that uh, Jeff Bezos right wants to give to. Yeah. Please don't tweet me. Don't tweet me about giving money to Amazon. Just don't. Okay. <laughs> I, I'm not. I swear. I'm done. Just, and that's the other thing about Twitter. It's like if you tweet something about uh, a football game, right? Mm-hmm. You don't have to respond under a Falcons tweet about uh, "I got it." You're boycotting it. Then you can create a tweet on your own. You're boycotting to address what? that, right? The, the NFL. NFL, right? Right. They're boycotting the NFL. You don't, you don't have huh. to comment under every right. tweet that you see. If it's not something that interests you, you can move on with your life. You don't have to make no, an you, issue. You have to comment other people's interests. Okay. It's. it's it's uh, federal law now. You must comment. I swear. I mean, just because I'm complaining about uh, the referees in a Falcons game, I don't need uh, a comment about uh, kneeling and all that stuff. I, I, I'm quite aware. <laughs> I'm quite aware. Uh, we're still not past the kneeling thing, huh? Start your right. own tweet with that thought. You mm-hmm. don't need to go and bombard somebody else's. You just don't. <laughs> the end. It sounds like the... Um... <sighs> The godless animals who are always reading BYU articles <laughs> and always commenting on the BYU articles. And the same guys every single time. It's like, dude, go go to the University of Utah sites. Read up on your team. Talk about your team. Right. You don't see a bunch of Cougar fans on the Ute sites. Shows their insecurity. That's what it does. It shows their inferiority complex that they got to come over to the BYU sites and try to tear down BYU. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There you go. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm so worn out on politics, man. Like yester- I am too. yesterday, I, am I just too. retweeted an animal video, and I said, "Just I'm not doing any politics today, so just post animal videos." <laughs> Some of which you might see on Friday's edition of Pat Gray Unleashed. <laughs> right, Pat? Or you might not. Oh, you might not. Yeah, it's, okay. So you know, I don't that. know. Who knows? Then there's that. We're not at Friday yet, so. <laughs> I just don't know. Uh, so when we reconvene in uh, 22 hours, uh-huh. are we going to officially have the House of Representatives for Republicans? I hope so. Well, Fox has us one short. 
So you would think we'd pick up one in the Something meantime, wouldn't you? Happen. More. Something. See you on overtime. This is Pat Gray Unleashed.